Six. Now we got your attention. We're back. Get with it, man. Come on. Oh, bollocks. Come on. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of Pixel Prep. I am Broad. This is Slinger. Say hi, Slinger. Hello, Slinger. So what a nice new intro. Yes, I like the intro. I want to keep the questions for idiots. I do like our questions for idiots. I like questions for idiots. We do fit the character. Character? We do fit the criteria. Yeah. We do fit that word I can't say (laughs) for questions for idiots. One, we have questions from real people. Yeah, and real two, people, not Towson. No, not wet fannies like Towson. <laughs> and two, we are idiots. We are idiots. We are. So yeah, this is the audible abortion known as Pixel Prep, a.k.a. Final Fantasy XIV, a podcast reborn. Did you know that Final Fantasy IX is like 20 years old? Yeah, today. Yeah. Well, it's epic. My f- One of my favourite RPGs of all time, back when Tyson... Tyson? Tyson. Oh, that would have been impressive. Back when Towson was in fucking nappies. Like, it's a weird game, isn't that it, I've, really? I've got to the point where I can be like, oh, Final Fantasy IX, it's 20 years old. I'm so proud of that game. I bought it when it was new. My nostalgia glasses make me think this is a masterpiece. It is it's, a masterpiece. It's, a, it's an all right game, let's be honest. No, don't do that. No, don't I'm, do I'm, that. I'm doing that. I'm going to go turbo critical on it. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. You've got to admit the intro is a bit weird, though, how Zadell gets very excited about kidnapping. Yeah, admittedly, he is a turbo horny character. He is. He's, but... He gets, he gets dating and kidnapping mixed up a little bit. Oh, man, I can't wait to kidnap the princess. We're going to have so much fun together. <laughs> However, <laughs> it's far, far... Far more interesting than Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, God, yes. Final Fantasy VIII got deleted from my <clears throat> PS4 the other day because I finally came to the... I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, at the, I'm basically at the end of the game. I, I get to go fight a mega weapon, and I've got, like, four more trophies or five more trophies, and then I've got the platinum, you know, which includes completing the game. And I was like, yeah, okay, then let's see this through. Or I could play Arkham Knight for a little bit. I'll just have a little play on Arkham Knight. Just It looks fun. Like I've played it like four times previously. Let's just... Uh, <gasps> Arkham Knight. I played all of Arkham Knight. Yeah. Completed that story once again. I'm never going back to Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> Don't you want to know how it ends? No, no. No, not at all. I do not give a shit. And I think that's the problem, is that it just was not compelling enough for me to really enjoy. Like, for days, Samantha had been going, like... Why do you play it if you don't enjoy it? I'm like, that's a really good question. <laughs> just that's a really good. I kept turning around saying because it, a lot of people view it as a classic and it's meant to be really divisive. But I still want to experience it. I don't want to experience it no. anymore. I've had enough of it. I'm bored. It's very much a product of its time, I'd say. Final Fantasy VIII. When people first played it, they liked it. But as you get experience with other Final Fantasies and other games, and then you look back on it, you're like. Yeah, it's a bit shit, really, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I did not like those flashback missions. Was it with Laguna? Is his name? Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I was. I didn't that like was that. a bit shit as well. But I can't remember. This shows how much I didn't really care for Final Fantasy VIII. I can't remember much about it. 
I can no. remember Final Fantasy VII. I can remember Final Fantasy IX. Final Fantasy VIII's always been a bit of a grey area. I can't really remember how Final Fantasy VIII worked out. I've got no idea of the chain of events. I know for some reason I go to space. Yeah, I can't remember. But I just remember, was it Riona? Riona? Is it Renoa. Renoa. Because it looks like Fiona spelt wrong. Yeah. R. I N O A. Rinoa? 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 I don't know. I remember she'd been an absolute dick with her dog because she shoots at every monster she can find. Yes, she does. And also, I don't really get the the connection between her and Squall. Like, Squall is a prick (laughs) all the time to everyone. And for some reason, like, I don't know if it's like JRPG fucking Stockholm Syndrome because she can't leave his fucking trouser pocket, she ends up falling in love with him. But she just randomly, like, starts really liking and fancying him. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Maybe because Cypher was such a dick. Maybe it was like an ultra clingy dick. And she's like, look, I can't deal with you, Cypher. I need someone who's going to ignore me. <laughs> okay? I need to I need someone that I can just chase around, shoot my dog but monsters at with, and have a guy who's got a Mike Tyson tattoo. Yeah. Be that over, guy's friend. Yeah, fall over a lot. That's all I want. AAA games these days like to chuck the kitchen sink at everything. Yeah. So it has to do... Well, GTA is a good example. Did we really need yoga? No. No. No, we did not. How many times did you do yoga outside that one mission where Michael was forced to do yoga with his wife and her lover? Honestly, once. Yeah. (laughs) I played tennis a lot, though. Yeah, you're quite weird for that. I liked it. I liked it. I'm I'm one of these guys, like... (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I've just played Uncharted 4, and I like the not Uncharted moments. As I'm talking. Yeah, when they're talking. Like that bit where he's kind of like bumming around in the attic. That actually did like. Yeah, and then he goes downstairs, like he walks through his house Mm. where like there are clothes on the floor. He's obviously a messy cunt. Yeah. You know, like whatever. And he goes downstairs and he plays Crash Bandicoot. And I, now, that was obviously shoehorned in there because we wanted a fucking Crash remake. <laughs> but <laughs> I kind of liked it. This is what you're getting. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Uncharted 4. I know you really enjoyed it. I did. I wanted to rip my ears out after a while. I Mainly because they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. But I did like the beginning bit because basically it's Nathan Drake going through a midlife crisis. Yes. And I did like the bit where... Is it Elena? Because I always get the names confused. Because I was going to call her Ellie. And then I realised that's the other one. Yeah. Elena's the blonde. Yeah. I just remember Chloe because I actually did like Chloe. Yeah. But I have a feeling that's just due to Claudia Black's voice. Who doesn't like Claudia Black's voice? Wonderful. Awesome. Um, So, yeah, it's that bit where Elena turns up and basically everyone calls Nathan Drake out for being an asshole. Yes. Except his brother, who's a bigger asshole. Yes. And I thought, oh, that's quite good, that. For once, we're not praising Nathan Drake being the charming, sophisticated, swashbuckling hero that he is. Because he ain't. He basically lied to his wife, yeah. went off to try and find pirate treasure, and that's it. Yeah. Now, it felt weird as well, because there was no supernatural twist in this one. No, you just blow up a boat at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's your lot. And that felt really weird. I, d- I didn't 
finished three, but I've played the first two, and like there was the whole oh, there's the tree of life where if you lick the tree, you turn into a yeti or something. I and then believe the that did happen one. in two. I can't yeah. remember it very well, but that does sound something they do. And then there's the first one where it was oh, this is this is the treasure of El Dorado where you become a pirate zombie. Yeah, I remember that because I had a whole, didn't they like shoehorn Nazis into that as well? I don't know. And I did have a bunch of zombies in it. And they had a load of zombies yeah. in there. I swear they were Spanish pirate zombies. Because there was a lot of um, a lot of Uncharted 4 plot holes that kind of like niggled me a bit. Right. And when I, Such say, as... when I say niggle, I mean pissed me off. One of them was when, uh, spoiler... And uh, it's where you go up to, you know, on the top of the clock tower and it gets blown up and yes. you discover that Sam's really, he was, there's no evil dictator because there's yeah. no drug lord who believes in pirate gold. Yeah. And they shoot Nathan, he goes over and Elena picks him up and he goes, how do you find me? Oh yeah, from the air. I'm thinking, ah, so this hidden pirate city that no one's found can easily be found by an airplane. Yeah. That kind of bugged me a bit. And also, how the fuck are they going to get the gold back once they've got it? So Sam buggers off, Nathan runs after him, gets to the yeah. pirate ship, and he's like, yes, I've got all this gold. Yeah. Rafe's the only one with transport out of there, you yeah. dick. <laughs> Although I wish Nadine had more characters who are then always being angry. Yeah, just permanently angry lady, wasn't yeah. she? That's... How do you sum up Nadine's character? Angry. angry. Rafe, he had actually no reason to get the gold. All yeah. Because his whole motive was, I don't want to be defined by my parents' uh, wealth, so I'm going to nick someone else's. Yeah. Uh, Sam, he was just very fixated on pirate gold. He was, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know where, like, based on the previous three games, I don't know where this sudden obsession with Cassandra Morgan came from. Uh, which like when they were younger, the whole, oh. the whole reason for them being younger was so that we could establish this fucking, um, we could establish this relationship between Nathan and Sam Morgan, these two brothers that were raised through an orphanage system, and they're broken, but they're very intelligent for some reason when it comes to certain historical items and artifacts. And then, but they're also criminals, so they break into this house. Yes. Um, Okay, and then like randomly, there's an old lady there, and she's like, "Ma, I'm going to shoot you with this gun." And they go, "Oh no, we're Cassandra Morgan's kids. That's her diary." Yeah, and like, and you open the diary up, and it's like, "This is how I found out about Captain Avery." And like, and then she goes, "How much of this is actually a requirement?" Like, I don't want to play prepubescent Nathan Drake. That was kind of like that was a very low point. I I did kind of like when I got to that bit, I was like. Why am I playing this? Yeah. I don't want to go through this sodden house. And it, it, it frustrated me because then like then the old lady died. And the only reason the old lady died was so that Sam could panic and they could run away. Yeah, that was pretty much That's it. all it was. Yeah. Like, whereas most people were probably like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Yeah. All you do is go like, she died. Well, that's, yeah. another, that's another arsehole thing as well, isn't it, really? They or, left her to die. I mean, she could have just kind of, like, had a heart attack. And yeah. She could have been saveable. Yeah. Cops are outside. Probably yeah. got a defib in the back of the car. Most likely. You know, but no, no, we're going to go through a window and fuck off. And they just fucked off. And, like, and nicked her diary. Yeah. Like, which she would have given them anyway. Yeah. 
And that, although I did kind of like, well, I didn't like, but I laughed at, shall I say, the revelation that Sam had. He goes, hang on, this is our mum's diary. So we could be descendants of Drake. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> well, no, this is it. Like, <laughs> she's kind of like establishing the first game, wasn't it? Well, they go like, oh, we, um, you know, they, they never found out whether or not he had any descendants, and then they just randomly changed their name. Yeah. So they know that they're not descendants of Drake. They just changed their name. I think they just wanted to change their name. I think they saw. Yeah. I think they just saw a duck and thought, you know what, Drake sounds like a good plan. I'm going to name myself after this bird. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was supposed to be a totally different game. Uh, well, game story, should I say, when Amy Hennin was in charge of the story. Yes. Because basically she got booed out and Neil Druckmann came on and did his own yeah. mess. Because um, Sam was meant to be the villain. You could see him like early on being... Yes, we had tattoos. That's a good sign of the villain. Bryce <laughs> <laughs> in the neck as well. I that's... don't quite think that's how it works. But you could see early on that he was, uh, was going to be a difficult character. Yeah. <laughs> for me it was just kind of like um, so Sam how'd you escape prison well I told this drug baron I like about pirate gold he's like wow you know about pirate gold let's get out of here together yeah. and you can find me some pirate gold you, imagine you having that conversation with anyone yeah it is ridiculous <laughs> yeah. so what are you in for uh, I'm just trying to find some pirate gold yeah in the middle of this prison they just think you're a sex offender yeah they would yeah. I, the thing is, I actually really enjoyed Uncharted Four. Really enjoyed it. I think but, it lacked personality, but you continue. It, well, this is it. It wasn't because of oh my god, you were absolutely right. Like every third item that Nathan Drake tries to fucking climb upon, it breaks. Yeah, and there's even a part where he goes, "Who didn't see that coming?" <laughs> because we fucking we all see it coming, and it's ridiculous. Well, I had a theory about that because. Um, what they do sometimes with games is they make they do it as like a loading screen. Yeah. So Resident Evil, the first one to, you know, so you wouldn't notice the loading screens. It's basically the door opening slowly. So it builds tension. Yeah. And you go through. So all the kind of time you've got to, you know, partner up to lift up a uh, random gate or tree yeah. trunk or whatever, and you've got to mash your triangle button. Excuse me. And every time you've got to hang off, down well. I know, right, I'm going to add it out. And every time you've got to grab onto something, um, you know, it could be like a loading screen or something like that kicking in. But just be a little bit more original about how much shit you've got to break. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's a fucking calamity. <laughs> I find it really, like, it, I think it annoys me that every other thing breaks and yet there was one part where I just started getting into... Libertalia, and you could jump out of a hole in the side of a wall down onto a very obviously broken bit of wooden flooring. Mm. You could see it started to cave ever so slightly. So I literally jumped down thinking, oh, maybe this is part of it. Maybe this will trigger a, a pre-rendered see. cinematic and this will be the next thing. And I jumped down and Nathan literally just landed and walked off and I was like, huh. <laughs> And then you went so two this, steps and then it broke. So this isn't how this works. And I, but then I was like, oh, I'm going to go up to this very well-cemented piece of brick and it broke apart because I was climbing it. And I'm like, hang on a second. Like, that doesn't feel right. No. Like, I think it would break. You'd never be able to properly do it. But it feels a bit weird for you to have not destructible environments, but environments that degrade as you interact with them. 
so you can backtrack your way. Yeah, so you can't backtrack your way or anything like that. However, it's strange that you should be able to jump down onto a rickety bit of wood and that bit of wood not creak and break. I mean, for me, the most bizarrest thing that got knackered was the bell tower. Yeah. Because that thing's been around for hundreds of years. Yes. Rang bells and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Nathan has a dick around with it, collapses. Yeah. I doesn't even tell Scully that it's going to collapse either. He's just poor old bastards down there. It's really weird. Yeah. And then all I can think is, I'm, I'm, great and I'm old. Uh, My name's Scully Kid. That's Scully's character in a nutshell. Like, but there are some wonderful parts in that game. And again, like, I kind of feel like we're getting detracted and we're giving it a lot of shit. Actually, oh, I am giving it a bit of shit. Actually, it is a very good game. All the combat is done very well. And it's adequate, I'd say. I was what's... what's okay. Right. So why is it not done well? Let's, let's start... Let's break it down properly. Yes. Let's say, right, the shooting mechanics of the combat. I'd say it's adequate. It Why doesn't because it doesn't actually elevate anything. It takes something like Gears of War, you got your cover base, and some. Did you find like some of the characters, some of the enemies are like friggin' snipers because they kind of like shot me from. I think that depends on your difficulty level because they were fucking brutal at times. I mean, shot twice, missed, and then the third one is kind of like no matter where I went or how far I was away, they just kind of like gunned me down. But it doesn't really. Anything to do gameplay for shooting outside of cover-based shooting, which catch my drift. No, and I understand what you're coming from. However, does that rate it as adequate? It does in this day and age, I think, yes. You see... As in, it's not bad, I'm, I'm it's not use good, a, but I'm going to use a very different term. Mediocre? Competent. Okay. It is a competent shooter. Yes, I'll give it you that. You know, uh, there's no fucking about. You pull the trigger to aim. It's standardised controls nowadays, mm. anyway. You pull the trigger to aim, you pull the other trigger to fire, the reticules are just dependent on the type of weapon that you use, and you have a different feel for all of them. They've got different recoils. So depending on the weapon that you hold, you will interact with it in different ways. Now, that doesn't necessarily make it the best shooter ever. Never going to say that. But I think what it is trying to do, it does quite competently. Yes, I'll give it that. I just don't think it's trying to be the best shooter. I think that's because it's just it's just a mechanic. It's just a mechanic that's shoehorned in for the sake of it being over-the-top Indiana Jones. Well, that's the problem I had with it is you've got these different sections. So you've got climbing. Yeah. If we, can put, if we can call it that. Basically, it's just pushing up, mashing X. Yeah. Then you've got it works. Sh- yeah, kind of. I just kind of wished it was... But again... A bit more of a puzzle, so you've got to kind of like figure out where to go type thing. Yeah. And different routes, so you could do like game plus mode, where, as that was, a little pickaxe thingy where there's certain walls you can go up that you can't... Yes. That you need to, you know, pickaxe your way up there. You know, so you return back to something like mission one, and you've got the pickaxe from chapter whatever. Yeah. And you're able to go up a certain route, so you can, you know, so it adds replay value for that. Um, yeah, I just wish it was a bit more of a... The climb was actually a bit more thought about rather than it just feeling like you're going down a corridor but going up, mashing next the whole time. You see, I think part of the reason you don't like Uncharted is not because the climbing wasn't challenging or the, the gun combat didn't add anything or because the, um, the melee combat was mediocre and so on and so forth. Speaking of mediocre, however, the driving sequences were real dog shit. Did you skiddle all over the place? I did. <laughs> um, not honestly. Like if, yeah. if you think about complaining about the fucking Batmobile, 
in Batman Arkham Knight, this thing was worse. I bet you had fun in Madagascar. I did not. As in, like, trying to escape the truck. And what I'm kind of getting to now is that all of these mechanics are kind of done okay enough to wrap up a story-driven game. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it, you, you always say gameplay is king, and you're absolutely yeah. right, but it kind of feels like this time they went, you know what, I've got this really good story for Uncharted that I want to tell. Oh, yeah. So let's just put some shooting in now. Do you want to improve the shooting, boss? Do you want to make it any bit better or anything like that? Should we do anything different, make it a bit more innovative and interesting for the player? No. no stretch that fuck out. That, that shit that we've been doing since Uncharted 2, mm. that can go in there. No, do you mean from Uncharted 1? Or did we have those same controls for the grenades and that? Oh, no, we didn't. I'm sorry, boss. I remember we used to do the six-axis control bullshit. Oh, we used gosh. to use the, Yeah, do you remember yeah. the motion controls? Yeah. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking holding down the button and then actually fucking moving out. the fucking controller up and down so that you could judge where roughly you're going to throw your fucking grenade. No, thank you. No, no. no. We'll no. take the mechanics from Uncharted 2 and we will just copy-paste. Thank you. Imagine if they did that. And the uh, right analog skit. So you yeah. flick it up, and then you got to push forward with the other stick to get yeah. the actual. And this, oh, it was awful. That would be horrible. And then it was okay. So right, okay. So I've put all that stuff in for you, but I've done a climbing sequence here where he's just about to get to Avery's treasure. Do you want me to implement any kind of difficulties or things like that? No. What I really want you to do is just leave it kind of so that we can just kind of. Leave it quite obvious for the player where they need to go. So that it's easy for them, so that they don't feel like, you know, they're being punished or anything toward the end? No, simply because I want them to get to the next bit of the story. Yes. I will say that Naughty Dog games are very cinematic games. Yes, they are. It is the um, genre I use from it. They're cinematic. Yeah. They are two stages away from Quantum Dream. And Quantum Dream? Is it Quantum? I think that's kind of why I love them. You do like your stories. It is, the, it is the closest I'm getting to an Indiana Jones uh, like game, Ooh, and no. Ooh, no, 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 it is at the moment, like with the exception of the actual Indiana Jones game. Exactly. Remember that on the PS2. Um, no, I remember playing Indiana Jones: Fate of Atlantis on the PC. Which oh, is a no. click and point and click adventure game. Never which went to play that. Is the fourth movie. But I think that's why I really enjoyed uh, Tomb Raider. You know, the reboot from Crystal Dynamics. Oh, yes. You can actually watch the movie of that if you want. No, thank you. <laughs> Have you seen the Tomb Raider movie out of interest? I haven't. It I is. don't want to. It has a weird intro. <laughs> Basically, it's Lara Croft being like a bicycle courier. Yeah, no, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. she has a massive fucking race, doesn't she, yeah. through the city. And that really bothers me because I'm like, this is ridiculous because, it, like, you... I'm certain she gets the shit kicked out of her through several parts of the film. Oh, yeah, she gets but, beaten out. But, like, and I'm like, there's that bit from the trailer where she's, like, she picks up a gun and then she's like, I'll take two. And then she randomly whips them round. And I'm like, hang on a second, this is ridiculous. You're either fucking gritty and serious or you're actual over-the-top gun camp, which is why I loved um, Angelina Jolie's Lara Croft. Do you know when that? Because that shit was bananas. Do you know when that, you know when that uh, scene kicks in where she gets the two guns? Help me out. Right before the credits roll. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> this is it. I'm just like no. So basically, right? next time, folks, bang bang, Lara. Yeah. 
like the actual game was really good because as she came away from the island, she, you know, she'd done the dual pistol wielding, mm. and um, you'd pick that up on a holiday. Yeah, you pick that up on holiday. <laughs> why not? Yeah, do a bit of climbing, bit of grunting, then a bow and arrow <laughs> shooting, uh, and. You know, like she kind of came away being very stoic, very quiet, and she acknowledged, "This is my life." I have cha- I can't remember what she said. I have changed, and she she acknowledged the fact that she was different, and she would probably carry on being the Tomb Raider. She's got hooked on adventure now. Whereas She's got the adrenaline, the the film was just a pile of wank. And I'm well, sorry if anyone finds that really disagreeable. Fuck yourself. No, there's one bit in the movie that I that did get me going. Eyebrow raise, mouth going ajar. And um, it's quite kind of pissing me off a little bit. It's when they don't kind of like do their research or no basic geography. Yeah. So in the movie, was it Lara's dad goes off to an island off the coast of Japan? Yeah. Which is supposed to be this um, un- unattainable island due to storms and, you know, and it's haunted, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. You yeah. Know, you go there, you're going to die because of shipwrecks. So she hires a boat to get there from Hong Kong. Why not go to Japan? You know, they're fucking miles away. <laughs> I always loved the depiction of Hong Kong in uh, Western movies because basically they go to very Chinese-looking places like Aberdeen, so there's lots of you know flags and boats yeah, all over the place. There's even a junk in the, um, in the scene. There are no junks in Hong Kong. There's only one. It's the Aqua Luna, and it's used for parties. You know, they do that on at the at Victoria Harbour. Is this true? Straight up, yeah. Ah, oh, that's and, terrible. And then she's walking around speaking to all these Chinese people, and they don't know any English. Hong Kong was owned by the British for ages. <laughs> oh, no. So yeah, that kind of like niggled the crap out of me. Like, okay, so I've got this map here, and it's Death Island. It's one of the islands off of the coast of Japan. So let's travel from Hong Kong. <laughs> Just go to Japan. They've got boats. Uh, absolutely fucking silly. I still think Two Red needs to be rebooted, as in going back to basics. Yeah, I could see that. I could actually enjoy something like that, I think. And voiced by Keely Halls again. Yeah, oh, yeah, she was the original good. voice of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Shooting shit, taking on T-Rexes, nicking stuff. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. <laughs> Hell, I've got marketing down for a T there. Put it back on the posters. <laughs> Shooting stuff. Bullying T-Rexes. Stealing stuff. Yeah. Confusing teenage boys. You're welcome. And girls. Yes. Sorry. And in between. <sighs> and people that... And animals and... Yeah. Raccoons. Because raccoons are people too. Animal and, people. And teddy bears. Fucking 2020, man. <laughs> <laughs>